But I'm really resisting the urge to not play Fuck Donald Trump as like the song behind the little thing because I feel like that would be too cliche of a... No, um, it wouldn't be not... Cliche isn't the word, couldn't? It would be... You couldn't... Like, I'm not trying to alienate everybody, couldn't? Yeah. Like, you gotta stick... You gotta stay in the middle somewhat, couldn't? Well, I so don't know. So you, you give your opinion and I give my opinion, great. But you can't say fuck Donald Trump, couldn't? Like, oh, well, this is gonna be a some, this some this Donald Trump supporters. I would like to listen to us. This is going to be a great podcast because I'm probably gonna say fuck Donald Trump a few times. Welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast, man. This your man, Aldo Nice. And I'm Raj Smooth. He is. Raj Smooth, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Connor. Let's get that mace on here. We, oh, you want, the, you want the mace version? I mean, that, that, which, which one weird. did you say? The Harry Potter. No, I said, welcome back, Cotter. So, Nick at Night. No, was, I want the I want the welcome back. No, that's the that's back, they got the sample from. Back. That well, yeah. I want the mace version. <laughs> you can have you can have the mace version, man. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, we 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 took a little we took the little weekend off and did uh got the boy um Los in there to do a little bit of educated ignorance. Now we back in back in direct with the best friend weekend podcast. I mean, this weekend was crazy, like crazy weekend in America. And I feel like um, some people come to us to get our opinions on some things. I mean, pretty much you're here listening. So obviously you're here to get a, an, our take on some things. And um, we, we felt like we had some some hot takes and some different discussions about things. I mean, like Roger said, we don't want to alienate nobody. But even though the website says we're here to alienate people and, you know, do things of that nature. There's no real reason to go straight and say, hey forget one or the other but let's just kind of talk about it let's have a civil conversation about it and just kind of see what you guys um see what you guys kind of think about that um so without further ado let's go straight to charlottesville man um rod you actually sent me a piece um i don't remember what it was i gotta probably look this up on my phone but i did take a couple notes on it it was a guide to the charlottesville aftermath um and it was a new york times article by couple of um couple of staff writers and um they just talked about the events in charlottesville man look i'm passing the mic because i didn't probably talk too much already what do you think about what do you think about it i think that there's some things that are left up to opinion and i think that there's some things that are universally um e you know either right or wrong or should be at least um i mean of course uh you know what was going on in charlottesville for anyone to sit and tell me that it was right you know would be wrong to me so um it's so, you know the whole the whole I, you know the cause the cause of the um or i guess the the movement or the whatnot the reason why the people were there um you can paint a picture of that being right i just think that everything doesn't have to be a movement you know it doesn't have to be a whole a congregation getting together to try to fight against the the powers that be just live your life that's what i think about the the beginning of it and of course the violence uh, I'm always against anything that ends in violence. I don't give a, I don't care what the cause is. If it's got violence connected to it, I think it's wrong. Um, so someone driving a car into a, into a crowd of people, 
white, black, whatever it is, it's just wrong. That's just, that's just not how you deal with problems. Regardless of what's going on in the streets. If I see a Ku Klux Klan rally going on in the street, I'm not going to drive my car through. I'm just not going to do it. Um, I, I can, I can see that. I can see that as a, as a, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that that's not valid because I think it is. Um, violence doesn't really solve everything. I mean, but you, I guess if you look at some, um, historical things, you know, you have that, that pacifist, peaceful, um, type of protest as, as a, as a Dr. King would do. And then you have that by any means necessary that a Malcolm X would do. So, I mean, there's always kind of, different thoughts as regards to um, what violence can prove or not. That was senseless violence, though, so I think we're on the same page with that, though, definitely. Senseless violence is never the answer. And uh, I just thought it was just crazy. Like, I mean, besides the, the actual the actual death that took place, which is, which is horrendous, right? I think the craziest part was that it was actually happening. You know, like I turned on the TV on Saturday or Friday, whatever day it was, and they were walking around. It was so fucking, it was so, it was so crazy looking that they were walking around with tiki torches like they was at a backyard barbecue, but they were, but they were trying to evoke a feeling of as though they were, um, these, these white knights of the Ku Klux Klan and walking around with, um, torches ready to burn down somebody's house. But now you really got a tiki torch and, um. It was kind of whack, um, but you know this podcast is brought to you by um, clan members who choose to take off the, the 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 hood these days. Because I'm happy that we actually get to see your face. Shout out! I mean, you know, do it do it big. I like how they were kind of outing them on social media and putting actually like what their job titles were and where they worked. I mean, stand behind it, man. Let's see if your employer really likes you out in these streets. Um, talking down on Jews and colored people and people who have same-sex relationships. I don't think anybody likes that. And I don't think it's really what it is. But do you know what the real reason for this protest was? It was a um, Unite the Right march, is what it was called. Not um, right like correct, the right as in the right wing. And when we talk about right, we talk about conservatives, Republicans. I mean, obviously, we're talking about a left and a right. And um, when we use the term alt-right, we're talking about an alternative right wing, an alternative part of the Republican Party. Um, we, we've had discussions, we had spirited discussions in the past about is it okay for a black person to be right wing? And I think, obviously, it is. Um, but what are your, go your views on the alternative right, Raj? The alt-right. My views on the alternative right is that is that far right? What are you What are you giving me? Yeah. Alt right? Yeah, alt right. Uh, whites did alt right. Neo Nazi. It's all the same thing. White supremacists. That's all alt right. So <laughs> let me give you the definition of alt right, so I can ahead, better understand shoot. it for myself. The alt right or the alternative right is loosely is a loosely defined group of people with far right ideologies who reject mainstream conservatism in favor of white nationalism, principally in the United States, but also to a lesser degree in Canada and Europe. Uh, what's my, what's my take on alt-right? So I think, well, no, I think, I, I, uh, I think, I think I, I'm, I'm doing it a disservice. I'm trying to couch it in the fact that you have more right-wing opinions 
way more right wing opinions than myself. And you, uh, you usually talk about having an, you know, an affinity for the right side for the Republican Party. How do you feel as a person who kind of stands on that plateau about that group infiltrating or or actually just kind of speaking for the Republican Party? I mean, so as a, you know, as a black person who has generally conservative views, you know, of course, I don't necessarily like it. Uh, not even necessarily. I don't like it at all. I don't even think that there should be such a thing like as as to take as to take conservative views as you know and and construe them how you want them to be um you know if 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 someone's conservative in in their beliefs and to be honest with you there's a lot of people that don't even know that they're conservative in their beliefs um and more so than not to me but to take it and to just make it what you want and to just say oh no we white people are Republicans and black people are Democrats. And so we're going to make this thing called the alt-right and, um, and, and be white nationalists and white supremacists. I just, I mean, to me, it's not, it's, it's not even a real thing to me. Like it's, it's something to ignore, Hmm. I guess. And it, I mean, ignore unless it becomes an issue. If it becomes an issue, then, you know, of course you can't ignore it, but I don't, I don't, those people don't matter to me. Like I don't, I, I choose to ignore those people. I mean, and I understand that um, saying that you you choose to ignore it because I can I can kind of equate this with something that um, last time I was in D.C. Um, I was with the fellas um, with um, for for our Fret's hundred year anniversary, and we were walking around in D.C. and there was a group on the corner, and it was nothing but um, black dudes with dreads, um, daishikis on, and and you know real militant outfits, and they were and I, you know I hate to typecast in that way, but that's how they were dressed. And they had big megaphones out on the side of the corner and they were just talking about, I'm going to use the term New Black Panther Party, which, you know, may or may not be correct, but some very far left, I I guess you would say alt left um, views of, um, you know, fuck them crackers, you know, like, like, nah, we, we, we ride and we doing this and that and the third. And I remember talking to the homies and we was like, they make me nervous. Um, they kind of a little bit more like they a little bit more extreme. I don't, I'm them dudes is hey man, that's not really kind of how I feel about everything. So I see how someone can hijack a party and hijack an ideology and kind of run with it and kind of make it feel as though it's it's that's their that's their place. But it, it makes the people who kind of have more moderate views because I mean obviously we have more moderate views than some um, on both sides of the aisle. You know what I was actually, I mean, so I guess just to kind of like, it's, it's along the same lines, but I was thinking about this in the shower today. Funny enough, um, you know, everybody has, uh, has a cause everybody, not everybody, a lot of people have a cause that they believe in, you know, from, you know, something that something like, you know, breast cancer to something like, you know, gay rights or white nationalism or, you know, black, black lives matter. And, um, I'm of the, I just believe that whatever your cause is, like, I don't have to support your cause. I don't have to support every cause. And I don't know why you're out in the street. Like why, why, why is, why is everybody out in the street acting like they're the only thing that matters? Like there's this statue of Robert E. Lee statue of Robert E. Lee. And, you know, of course, Robert E. Lee was a Confederate general and they want the statue down because we've come this far as a, a nation to accept um 
everyone and not just Confederate views and blah 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 blah, so on and so forth. I'm I'm not I don't I don't care enough to go and march in the street about a statue of Robert E. Lee. I don't care. It it doesn't mean anything. And if anything, if I guess if I look at it glass half full, I'm thinking to myself, um, that statue is a reminder of how far we've come as a country. If I'm looking at it glass half full, it might not be how I really feel, but is that what a Confederate I mean, flag means to you too? Oh, no, we came a long way. Not necessarily, because a Confederate flag is a, a Confederate flag isn't a statue. If somebody, but 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 now, if a if a if a person has a Confederate flag in the front of their house, I don't care. That's you. I don't have to go to that house. If you want to have that in your house, fine with me. I'm just not gonna, you know, I'm just not gonna go to your house. You know, I, if you have, if that's what you believe. Um, I remember being on the bus in middle school and this girl had a Confederate flag drawn or something like that. And she said, oh, it's not, it's not racism. It's, it's heritage or something like that. And I'm just like, whatever, you know, I get what you're saying, but you don't have to have a Confederate flag. Um, I do think that if someone wants to write their Senator though, and say, and, and put, put together like a, a, um, a petition to take a flag out of like, you know, if, if let's say Mississippi, was it Mississippi that's flagged? South Carolina. Flag? South, okay, Carolina. So South Carolina had still had some remnants of the Confederate flag on their flag. If you want to if you want to protest against that in and in the ways that you should protest and go ahead, by all means. But I'm just not going to be in the street trying to knock down some statue like I just don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, you're talking about statues and we'll come to that in a little bit of a second. I just kind of want to back up a little bit because you, you talked about the Confederate flag and I think it's interesting, um, just kind of an interesting phenomenon to me. I think that, um, you know, I don't understand how these neo-Nazis, is that's what we'll call them, alt-right, whomever, um, get the, the, the gall to conflate the American flag, the Confederate flag, and Nazi flags, like all together as like symbols of whiteness like i feel like honestly i feel like we talk about heritage and you talk about different things and i understand where you're coming from because you're coming from a real southwest louisiana we kind of grew up in the same place perspective of it because it was in our face growing up i, I made a post on facebook earlier this week i mean i'm sorry it was on ig earlier this week about david duke um, running for governor and coming out second and winning i bury a parish so David Duke said a lot of the center of the activities of this week, former KKK Grand Wizard, ran for governor of the state we grew up in when we were in our formative years. And he damn near won. This podcast is brought to you by white people from New Iberia who voted for David Duke and your parents or probably your parents. Just not your parents. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I can't get that. I, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I can't I can't wrap my head around it. As now being removed from it, but at the time I could definitely wrap my head around it. So that's why I think you can wrap your head around a Confederate flag. But those other images, Nazi flags, Confederate flags, and American flags, I feel like all three of those things are stark opposition of one another. You know what I mean? Like the Americans killed Hitler. I mean, we didn't kill Hitler, obviously, but we fought Hitler in World War II. Like, like we don't like fuck the Nazis, right? America fought the Confederacy. Fuck the Confederacy. They trying to break up the Union. Like, why is that symbols of... Uh, why are you using all of those symbols together as like, oh, that means I'm an American. And 
I don't know. That means that's it's so un-American to me. Like it's so it's I think, so I think un-American to me. I think I think what you're saying, and I'm only I'm only playing devil's advocate here, is you know it's up to perspective. You know, whenever I go to the art museum, and I look at, and that's a great perspective that you have, and I think that it's the right perspective. It's the perspective that I would go with. But whenever I'm in the art museum and I'm looking at a particular painting, and let's just for the sake of the conversation say that it's a painting of those three um, merged into each other, you know. I might have a different perspective and my perspective might be, oh, this is brainwashing or this is someone trying to paint the American flag as to be something that it's not because not everyone has the knowledge that you and I have about where we've come from a country and us fighting against the Nazis and us fighting against the Confederacy. Not everyone would ever put that into context. They might just see those flags and say, oh, damn, the American flag stands for the same thing that those flags stand for just because of sheer ignorance. You know how hard it, you know how easy it is just to, just to, to it's easy to adopt this person. It is. It's, it's easy to adopt a, a symbol, and it's easy to. It's very easy to confuse someone who's ignorant and to to get down their mind on some different stuff. Let me I ask you agree. this. Let me ask you another question about just symbols and flags. I, growing up, I like rainbows. I think rainbows are cool as shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna walk around with a rainbow on my shirt anymore because I'm, you know, like that would just that would be confusing to people. You know what I mean? I can't go up to a girl in the club and try to holler at her with a rainbow on my shirt because that officially says that I'm gay. Well, whoever said that that rainbow had to be a symbol of gay. What's interesting? That's it's interesting. That's interesting because like when we were growing up, I remember Hawaii, the University of Hawaii, their football team used to be the Rainbow Warriors, and their outfits used to have like a a rainbow on their um, helmets, and they that wouldn't fly these days because it has different meaning. But I think that. Let's not be naive. Once something has a defined meaning where most of the population understand it to mean something and they've hijacked it for whatever reason and it, and it, and it means that now, like the Nazi symbol might have meant something before that shit. A cross might have meant something before Jesus Christ. But after it's like the official symbol of Catholicism or the official symbol of the Nazi party, then that's what people rocking with. And if you're using it, you use. let's not confuse ourselves and let's not beat around the bush like we're not talking about people who are racist who are using this to push racist ideology because that's what's happening i mean i know where you, you devil's advocating I'm, you you've made it very clear that those aren't your views and you don't respect it but at the same time let's not let's not give them too much um too much credit for that i mean on september 11th out here in houston i mean not in houston well up, up in um, Bryan college station um this is this dude preston wigginton is having a white lives matter movement one of the same guys from the alt um right movements who may or may not have been Charlottesville. He's he's having another movement right outside of Houston for White Lives Matter. I mean I just think this is kinda it's 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 just crazy to me to to understand that this is twenty seventeen and people are like really out in the streets kinda like making this happen. And you know what I was well, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You you brought it up. You brought a, a little bit up about it about um what the, the meaning of the Charlottesville protest was. It was about the, the Robert E. Lee statue, right? Correct. Um, so you said that you don't care, right? Um, no, I don't care enough to go out in the streets. You know? Okay. So, I, mean, not, it, I don't care enough to march. I'm not marching. Like, I'm not marching for anything that, anything like that. I don't care. Like, I'm, for one, it's dangerous. You know, like, I'm not going out there. I'm not risking my life for a march, for a cause. I'm not doing it. 
So when they were taking down Confederate generals um, monuments in New Orleans, like a, a like not earlier this year in our home state, um, there were people protesting in Louisiana, like leave up these monuments of um, the Confederacy. When the South Carolina, um, when the Confederate flag stopped flying over the South Carolina State House, people were um, upset and saying to stop do that, stop doing that. Are you just saying that you're indifferent towards it, or are you saying that um, it has a right to still be there? Because of heritage. No, okay, so like I hope that you wouldn't put words. I'm asking you a question. No, I'm, that's why I'm asking. asking me a question. You're giving me two options for that. Okay, so if you have a third, if you have a third, go ahead, run it. No, so I'm not. I'm not saying that it has a right to stay up there. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm also, but what I in the same light, I'm not. I'm saying that I don't care enough to get out in the street and march about it. If somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey," because I'm never gonna coordinate it myself. I'm only going to hear it through the grapevine or on Facebook or word of mouth. Somebody comes up to me and says, hey, there's a protest. Uh, we're going to march against this Confederate statue that's downtown. That's not the point. I'm, I'm, it's not, that's I'm not the not angle I'm coming going. at at all. They're not talking about I'm not at all. Th- that's not what's happening in these situations. We aren't going. Well, I'm not or whomever is not having this email that goes out and says, hey, we're going to march against the flag. No, there's. Things done the right politically way to get these things taken away. And then once it happens, those people who do have those racist and bigoted ideas, they march to say, keep it up. That's what was happening in Charlottesville. It wasn't a march to take down the statue of Robert E. Lee. That statue was coming down. They marched to go over there and say, why is it coming down white power? I mean, they like, can, okay, well, then in that light, okay, so okay, all right. So in that light, um, I'm just going to make sure that I stay as far away from downtown as possible. So you don't think it's your civic duty and civic responsibility? To go and march against them? To to say, yeah. No, absolutely okay. not. So let's, let's paint it another way. Let's say we're growing up in New Iberia, in Louisiana, or, or even where you are in Denver, or where I'm at in Houston, and you are going to work and... Um, Right around the corner from your job is uh, 150 um, guys out there with torches or faux torches, whatever they have out there. And they're talking about um, take back our country and um, liberal swine and um, Jews have our jobs and we hate gays and whatever other hate spew that they're out there doing. You're not going to feel compelled to be like, go home. Get out of no, here. No, I'd be compelled to drive in the opposite direction and go wherever I was going. And you're just gonna and you're gonna think that it's okay to just allow them to have their their freedom, their response. I mean, it's free. It's a free mm-hmm. country, right? We say, right? They have to their say whatever to they want to say. Whatever say. They, say. they have their freedom to say whatever they want to say. What are they doing say. in front? What are they doing in front of your um in front of your apartment complex? I would hope that I would be able to just get out of my apartment complex if need be. You know, and just let them have it. If huh? it if it poses any harm to me, then yeah, I'm calling the police. But, um, but, um, yeah, no, if y'all want to march or whatever y'all want y'all little cause to be, uh, that's the type of person I am. Whatever your cause is, go ahead and march. How does just it make you feel? Me to care. You just don't. Okay. So it, it, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to really listen to you, man. And just trying to hear what you're saying. So it doesn't evoke a, um, what kind of emotion does it evoke? It just makes you feel like I don't care. <laughs> well, I guess I would have to be nosy enough, one, to know what they're, they're like. I guess they would have to have a loud speaker or something like that, or maybe nosy enough. It don't have to do that for me. Day. All they need is a Confederate flag or a Nazi flag, and I know what's going on. If there's some dudes that's in the middle of the street, unusually in the middle of the street where I live, you know, it'd be weird. But if they were there in the middle of the street with Confederate flags and torches, 
and 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 saying all kinds of things about let's take our country back and whatnot. I'm telling you, if I could, if if I need to leave my house, I would hope that I have an avenue to leave. Um, I don't want to, I don't want any harm to be done to me, of course. Uh, I would also hope that no one would drive their car through them. Um, but I wouldn't care. I don't okay. care. I don't care enough about people's causes, any cause, any cause. I'm not okay. So you boy, the 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 police shootings. I I, I feel for those people. Uh, you know, I, I feel for their families, but I'm not going march on on the streets for them dudes. Like I'm 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 chilling in my house. It's dangerous places. I'm not going over there. Like, I, I, putting I, myself I, in a in a in a in a compromising position, especially oh. to try to challenge somebody like that. I would have to have a big group to go and challenge another big group. We, and if we, I had another big group, then I would hope that we would go and party and go do something else just to ignore these people, and hope they go on whenever by the time we get back. Hey man, I hear you, but I just think that you can't ignore racism forever. You can't. I mean, you can't ignore social injustice forever, and and it's just and it's okay. I just like we we call this podcast Best Friend Weekend because we're really good friends, and we have and and we've been really good friends for a long time. But at the same time, when we have conversations like this, it allows me to understand how much differently our opinions on things like this. I don't autumn like I. My mind doesn't automatically go to a place of um, I don't care about your opinion or I don't care about your um, your your whatever you're mad about your cause. I don't care. I feel strongly about these things, and um, even if I might not, you and, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Maybe it, it's probably the smart thing if they're in front of my house to go somewhere else and get myself away from that situation. So I actually do agree with that, but um, the way I feel about it wouldn't change. Even if I leave there and, and do the safe thing and leave the, the environment of what this protest is happening, I'm still going to feel a way about that. I'm going to feel like, why are people in 2017 in America out in the middle of the streets, like protesting basically our our ability and our right to exist and in America? Because, I mean, you just kind of read something about white nationalists. What do you think white nationalist means? A white nation. like. They don't want us to exist in America and you're that like pissed that you're out in the middle of the streets like protesting about it. It bothers the hell out of me. It's, it's like I can't even I, there's no two ways about that. I can't sit up here and say, nah, that doesn't really affect me. And no, that affects me. And I feel strongly about that. So, like I say, we we can agree to disagree on um, on that. And, and we don't have to even be disagreeable about it. It's just. I feel completely different in that regard. But I mean, something you did say about the statues. I, um, like I said something about, you know, South Carolina State House and in New Orleans, but also just right here in Houston, um, there were seven high schools, Lee High School, not all high schools, but Lee High School, um, Sidney Johnston Middle, Stonewall Jackson Middle, Reagan High, Dowling Middle. People might not know that one. Lanier Middle School and Jeff Davis High. All of them had to change their name um, last year because they were all Confederate generals um that the schools were named after and they um and they changed the names of all of those schools and it was a little bit of an uproar out here and i remember thinking like for my i mean this hits home because like i had i was working with some teachers from a school and i was like oh these teachers work at um i don't know i think it was jackson and then halfway through the year like i i was like they're not at jackson what school are they at like and i couldn't even figure out the name of the school that they were at because they had changed the name of a school that had been long standing and i was thinking like oh man that's an inconvenience but then when I really thought about it, 
you know what? I mean, like, change the names. I was like, change the names. Like, there's no reason why, if it costs you a couple of, I don't know, billion dollars to change the, the marquee outside of the school and change the mascot and change the t-shirts, the old stuff would just be legacy. Jonas Henderson High um, was Westgate at a time. You know what I mean? Like, schools change names all the time. And there shouldn't be schools named after Confederate generals. You shouldn't be like, and I get the whole heritage angle, but the heritage of what? Of a of an institution that tried to overthrow the United States. We wanna we wanna keep celebrating that. Like I don't know. I just I think in Rwanda or somewhere, if you have like talking about, oh yeah, I'm gonna fly this Hutu flag because um they would the heritage of the genocide that they did and killed all No, no, don't bring this around here. Get that flag out of here. Get that reminder of our terrible past as a nation out of here. And you know how I feel um, about that? Go ahead. If a community gets together and decides that they want to change the name of the school because of those reasons, I'm 100% fine with it. Um, like I said, I'm not marching about it. But if someone brings me, if someone walks up to my door, and I'm not big on solicitation, but let's just say if someone walks up to my door and I decide to open the door, knowingly it wouldn't be a Jehovah's Witness. So if they were dressed not like a Jehovah's Witness, I opened my door and they said, hey, Sorry to bother you on your on your off day, um, but this is a petition that we're signing to change the name of this school from this to this because was it what it was before what it is now? It's a it's a Confederate general and blah blah blah, dot dot dot. Um, I would sign the petition. I would one hundred percent sign the petition, like because I agree with you. No, we don't necessarily need those reminders. Like I don't, I was only giving you whenever I gave you the, the example about the statue and it being a reminder of how far we've come as a country. And I, I get, I don't think I that agree. we necessarily need the reminder, but I think if it's there, I think that was a, I think that was an interesting convo because you, I think you had a misconception there. I think the misconception was that you were thinking people were like, um, like people were protesting, take no, down the statue. No, I was only giving statue. you. I was only giving yeah. you clarity. I was only giving I you clarity you. into how I feel. I didn't want you to think that I was saying, "Oh no, that's a damn shame that they changed the names of those schools because those Confederate mm -hmm. guys were a part of the nation." Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I wasn't saying that. I was only saying that if it if it comes down to a march, I'm not marching. I'm not putting myself in in harm's way because somebody might drive a car through me, um, or shoot me. So I'm not doing that. But if it if it's a silent protest and it's a petition and, and it's in oh, my, yeah, yeah. if it's in my um if it's in my my community and someone brings light to it because it's not gonna be me because I don't care enough like I told you but if somebody brings light to it to me then cool I'll sign the petition I get it I understand yeah I feel you let's get the let's change the name of that thing if we can yeah I mean it's it's yeah I'm I'm all about that I like. I mean, it, it even took me a while, like back in the day, like a couple years ago when they said they were going to change um, Andrew Jackson to Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Like, I didn't understand the reason why. Like, I'm sitting here like, I don't know what, Andrew Jackson was a bad guy and he was, I mean, but he was a president and he didn't, he wasn't like a, I mean, maybe he probably was a slave owner or whatever. I'm like, but I, I don't think it was, and I came around to the idea that it wasn't as much of an indictment on Andrew Jackson as it was of a, um, of paying homage to Harriet Tubman. And if and if that's the case, hell yeah. Like and if like the names of these new schools in Houston are like instead of Robert E. Lee or Thomas Stonewall Jackson, if there's somebody who is actually influential to like 
the modern United States, and we want to we want to um, to thank them in that way by memorializing them by the name of a school. Hell yeah, let's do that instead of these people who were trying to actively work to tear down the United States. Um, speaking of actively working to tear down the United States, I'm going to give you some audio. And um, it, this, this audio is from um, the President of the United States. What about the alt-left that came charging at the, as you say, the alt-right? Do they have any semblance of guilt? Let me ask you this. What about the fact that came charging, that they came charging with clubs in their hands, swinging clubs? Do they have any problem? I think they do. I watched those very closely, much more closely than you people watched it. And you have... Uh, you, you had a group on one side that was bad, and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent. And nobody wants to say that, but I'll say it right now. You had a group, you had a group on the other side that came charging in without a permit, and they were very, very violent. So Donald Trump feels that the alt-right and the alt-left are both to blame for Charlottesville. Um, I just... I don't know. Like people always want to ask what's your opinion of like he he says it's blame to go on both sides, right? You just heard it. <sighs> people want to go in on Donald Trump and I'm just going to put it like this. This has been like we both vote when we did our top 10 in 2016, we both had Donald Trump pretty damn high in the top 3 for both of us. He's my top one. Yeah. He he finessed the country last year and um Donald Trump became the president. Shout out. But my um my thoughts are just my thoughts are just really uh, of uh of of kind of thinking about my the way I really feel about Donald Trump and I never thought Donald Trump was a racist like I never thought Donald Trump was a racist that never was like a thing in my head I just always thought he was narcissistic and it's all about him and he wants to be the center of attention and he wants to like. It, he wants it to be all about Donald Trump. But I feel like when he makes comments like that, what he's doing is he's energizing racists and he's demoralizing regular people. And it's just like you said when we started this podcast today that there's obvious, so obviously a right and a wrong. And I just feel like he he doesn't get it. The president doesn't get it. And it's 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 it sucks. It sucks that the president doesn't get it. Um I'm not going to ask you who you voted for because I don't really care about that. But I do want to know, what are, you, what are your thoughts on Donald Trump and his presidencing, his presidenting, the way he presidents, especially in times like this? Donald Trump in this situation. So what did you expect him to say? You know? So yeah. I, if you've been listening to Donald Trump, that's what he's no, going to say. Here's what, I, here's what I got. You know, so here's the here's the, you know, the whole racism is evil and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs and blah, blah, blah. I mean, duh. Like, that's that's what the president's going to say. You know, he's going to you. You can't be a president and and openly promote um, promote racism and violence and whatnot, you know, especially within your, with your citizens, you know, of course, I definitely think that what he said and what I just said a little while ago was very presidential and he should have pretty much left it at that. He should have just spoke against racism and, 
you know, spoke against violence and said it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes he delves a little bit too far in, and, and you, and you kind of have to read between the lines on the things that he's really saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to go there for, I think sometimes he talks himself into a circle. You think like, that? Do you, I, okay, I agree. I, I think so. I think so. I mean, sometimes I talk myself into a circle. You know, sometimes I say something and then someone will be like, well, how do you, what do you feel about this? You know, and I'll talk myself into a circle. I'll get some, get myself somewhere I don't want to be. And then I'll have to be answered. I have to answer questions. I think Donald Trump is definitely, he's in the spotlight. He's the president of the United States. He's the leader of the free world. You know, um, he gets himself into he gets himself into sticky situations with his mouth. Um, I don't necessarily think that he wanted to say those things. He should have just left the presidential. But the we all know we both know that the media is going to pick on Donald Trump. The media is going to make Donald you, Trump is say that, that, that shit. Is that what you're coming with? No, right and now? I'm not defending him. I'm not defending him, and I hate that you think that. I don't know, but that saying, sounds like out of his mouth. If, if it was, if it was, if it was. Racism is evil and people in the KKK are bad. All right, Mr. Trump, talk to you later. You know, but it was like, I gotta keep I'm sure that they're asking other questions, you know? Well, he, yeah, was, the thing is, he wants to, he want, he wants to disassociate himself from like the bad stuff, but he understands that that's part of his base that votes for him. Like, like David Duke will come back yeah, full circle. Right. Like, and all of these like white supremacists are like, oh yeah, Trump. And they, they're going like, like tweeting saying, "Great job, Trump! I see what you did today." Um, and he knows that he wants to keep their support politically, so he doesn't want to say the wrong things. I want to go back to that part I'm saying, Raj, and I'm and I'm really, really. This is where I'm interested. I'm, I'm just interested. Is Donald Trump a racist? I think uh, I think, and I and I have a we have a lot of white listeners. Um, and, I think America's moving to a place where racism is by generation by generation is kind of diminishing. I think it's getting better as a whole. I think it still exists, but I think generation by generation, as far as white people go, I think it's getting, it's getting better. Um, it's definitely a lot better than where, than from when we grew up. Um, but I think people, Donald Trump's age, I don't know how old Donald Trump is. Is he, is he 70? Yeah, he's he old. He's old. So people in their 70s, like Donald Trump, I think that he has no choice but to be racist. Not racist, but I think that he, he, I don't think that he's a full-blown racist, but I think that if you make him mad enough, he'll say the, he'll say nigger. Okay. You let some, just some black people make him mad or, you know, like, let some, let some stuff happen in front of him or let some shit not go his way the way he wanted it to go. And then he'll, he'll show how racist he is. <sighs> okay. So, I think I've been, I've, I've told you this before, I think I've been on that on that side where I didn't think, I thought he was narcissistic and not racist. I think the more I really think about this, when he was a younger person and he, and he had that housing discrimination lawsuit in um, New York where he wasn't giving people housing based on their race. And then I really think about the whole birther movement of Barack Obama is not an American citizen. I don't. I really, really, really want to stop short of saying that the president is a racist. But I'm going to say this: Donald Trump does and says a lot of racist shit, and he does it a lot. And does that make him a racist? 
No, I learned that story a long time ago. You don't tell anybody you are a racist. You say what you did was racist or what you said was racist. And he's done and said a lot of racist shit. So take that with how you will. I honestly think um, this podcast um, is brought to you by Barack Obama. And the current state of our union is a lot based upon Barack Obama. I think... Those people out there marching and doing all of that stuff, man. Man, that's Barack, man. When we elected a black president, it brought out the worst in a lot of people. And I feel like they've just been feeding off of that for the last 10 years. Like, since 08, 07 presidential election when um when Barack Obama got elected. Or 08 presidential election, my apologies. It's just been this undercurrent of the worst people in society who have these strong racist opinions have just been coming out for the last 10 years. So yeah, this Trump, Trump is riding the wave of those people. Like, and he's using them for votes and whatever else. So I still kind of think it's politically motivated and narcissistic and he wanting to be the man, but man, that's a tough ride. It's tough. You know what to, I think? <laughs> I don't think, I think once I once I really sit back and look at it, I don't think that Trump was the right person. I don't think that Trump nor do I think Hillary was the right person to be president. Not because of political views, but just because of personality and characteristics. The 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 state of the nation right now, it seems like we're in the it seems like we're in the, like whenever we look back on the 2010s, I feel like it's going to be the era of the movement. You know what I mean? It's going to be the era of people trying to fight for their rights and everybody trying to fight for their rights it's not just blacks it's not just whites if you will it's not just gays it's freaking everybody and i'm tired of it bro like just freaking go home and go to work that's what i do i go home i go to work i have fun with my friends and i'm not worried about trying to support my movement you're if not I'm worried gay, about i want to be gay okay but you're no, not but worried on, about like, your movement but I, but, until but, until somebody shoots your cousin or until somebody shoots somebody like in your neighborhood man everybody everybody should mind their business like just mind can't, your business can't happen like that man listen it can't happen like that that's not a real thing like i, I understand that sometimes uh, to, to to steal from bill maher that we live in a bubble that's not a real thing man you can't sit around and say that everybody should mind their business police don't mind their business when they pull young black men over and 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 execute them sometimes running away in 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 different states or or allegedly reaching for different things in their car. So people are marching because that could be them. Uh, gays marching for different for for just rights. They probably are marching because of laws that they want enacted and things that they really can't do in their regular life that are affecting their life. I don't know what the hell. What can a gay? What can a gay per? What can I do that a gay person can't do? Get, well, in a, well, now you can get married, and that's the thing. I mean, back then, I'm I'm sorry, I said that the wrong way. Until recently, you could get married, and they couldn't. I mean, those are certain rights that they want to have to be able to have tax benefits and and other things, and just being right in the eyes of whomever that they pray to, or whatever the reasons is that they want to be married, but they. There's different reasons, and maybe not even married. It might even be hate crimes against them that they're marching about, like trying to have some kind of equality in, in a lot of senses. My, I guess the bigger point I was saying is these alt right people who are marching to keep statues up and to do like what are they marching for? But the, but you see, like that's my point. I just feel like 
and 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 you might take this the wrong way, but I feel like if Black Lives Matter doesn't happen, then these alt right this like alt right stuff, and it's not just Black Lives Matter. If any of these little movements that people march in the streets for that have happened before all of these alt right stuff, this little let's march against the statue stuff doesn't happen, then people don't feel inclined. It's like oh, okay, well people are marching. Hmm. Well, we should march too. I'm just tired of marches. Okay, so no, but I feel like growing up there were no marches. Okay, but um, yeah, and and, and gay people couldn't vote. Okay, so I mean couldn't couldn't get married. So and and everything was the same. No, everything wasn't the same. And 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 yes, you're probably right about the fact that um the alt right is marching because Black Lives Matter march. You're probably right because they had a million man march um 15 years ago. That's why um that's why the alt right is marching. You're probably pretty accurate about that. But let's just um let's let's just be honest. I I see absolutely nothing wrong with Black Lives Matter and people marching for that reason. So I, I just can't like it's so childish to think that a whole movement came about to say we're marching just because y'all are marching and we want to be mad like because y'all are mad and we're mad that y'all are mad and all lives matter and and yesterday it wasn't even all lives matter what they were chanting they were chanting white lives matter and. And the, and y'all are stealing our jobs in reverse um re- discriminate reverse discrimination and whatever else and all of these other buzzwords that they use. I mean, I just so uh, initially when we were doing this pod, we actually talked to a few of our um you know just hot, contacted a couple of our white friends and just was getting opinions on this. And I talked to a few people this week who were just talking about how upset they were about everything and how they just kind of feel like what are they ha- what are they gonna do. And what can they do to like be helpful? And it's just kind of, man, it's got to be speaking out. It's like, God, it's a, such a tough, complex issue, man. But um, I don't know, man. Like, I think when we talked about this um yesterday, you you were mentioning um how one of your homeboys was kind of a little. He had a Take different opinion, yeah. <laughs> About just this whole phenomenon of what was happening in uh, in Charlottesburg, in Charlottesville, that, he, was, that too. he was actually uh, <laughs> he was he was like you said you said Charlottesburg throughout this whole thing. And have I have I been saying that? Yeah. Oh, you've been saying Charlottesburg, and it's funny though. It's cool. Uh, well, wherevervilleville. Fuck, might... that means it can happen anywhere. That's what that means. This podcast right. is brought to you by Charlottesburg. By, any, by anywhere. So, um, <laughs> so you know, it's funny because. You know, I don't know how I don't know how my my homeboy grew up, and I don't know I don't know his upbringing. You know, but it was very weird to hear him say something like, "This was his exact words verbatim." Verbatim, damn, man! But that's white people killing white people, like almost as if to say, like that's not their role, like they they're overstepping their boundaries. White people killing white people, they don't do that. And I'm looking at him out the side of my eye, you know, thinking to myself, like, what are you, what, like, what makes, what, why are you putting them so high up on a pedestal to say that they can't kill each other? They're not supposed to, or that's not their role. And this, and that's, he didn't say that. He didn't say, oh, that's their role. But the way he said it and the, the, the emotions that he had about white people killing white people weren't, to me, weren't very like weren't universal usually i look at things universally if i see a white person killing a white person i mean i think it's a person killing a person i hate when a black person kills a black person i hate it hate it but nonetheless i still see it as a person killing a person it's not it's not right 
And then if I need to use it as an example or if someone uses it as, as an example, then it becomes a thing. You know, it becomes a, oh, a, a, a certain demographic killed this demographic. But for the most part, when someone kills someone, I look at it in a universal sense. I don't think, oh, white people killing white people is any less or any better than a black person killing a black person. Well, I think that's, and I mean, I think that's societal. I think that some people grow up thinking that, like that whole mannequin way of thinking of of, of right and wrong, of, of there's there's got to be a pure and there's got to be a dirty, there's got to be a right, there's got to be a wrong, there's got to be a black, there's got to be a white. And if you grow up in a society where white people are put on a pedestal in such a way that maybe this young black guy growing up always saw it that way. Like you might just see BC in the manifestation of his whole, of the media doing exactly what they set out to do in this young man's life to where he's ultimately at this place as a grown up, where he's thinking, man, white people don't kill white people. Only black people kill black people. Like, like he's thinking that because that's what society has brought him to the place where he really believes that. And if, and if, and if that's the case, Man, that's so sad and fucked up. Like, and when we well, when we briefed this, you know, I, I think that you got the impression that this was a guy that, you know, just a guy, you know, like just a, a guy that that uh, that you know puts his pants on this one leg at a time like everybody else, you know. But I mean, you know, guy's got a college degree, mm-hmm. you know, like he's he grew up, you know, across the country. Now he lives here in Denver, and you know, so he's been some places, you know. And to think that he still has those views after the college experience, it wasn't an HBCU, mm-hmm. um, and you know he lives in a in a in a progressive, very very progressive city now. To hear him say something like that, I think he's I think and I hate to say it, I hope he doesn't hope he's not listening. But I think he's a little bit behind the curve, man. Like I I think that his his um. You know, I I don't I don't think I would I would value his opinion very much on 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 certain topics, especially in this light, because he's he's succumbed to that to that that media perception. He's oh. succumbed to what they fed him. He ate it, and he's still nourishing off of it. Or maybe he's still digesting it. Or maybe you take the charge to be a person who who can who can have conversations with him to maybe improve his worldview and give him more things to think about. Maybe not, maybe not like this is a passion product project. Like you're sitting there talking to him every day, but just like make it a point to when you talk to that guy next time that, I don't know, just kind of maybe drop some jewels on him in some kind of way, because I don't know that's sad, but I mean, I think that's, it's his bigger point about white people killing white people is like, like the hashtag this week was um, obviously hashtag Heather Hayer or higher. I don't even know how to pronounce your name. RIP. Um, who was out there and got ran over by the car. That image was ridiculous with those people in the air getting hit by the car. I was just like, right. like, that's crazy. But I'm sure she never thought she would be a hashtag. I'm sure of it. I'm sure she did when she went out there to advocate for whom, like against neo-Nazism that she thought she would have died that day. Um, I'm not asking white people to die. I'm not asking, um, for y'all to, to risk your lives. But to answer the question of a lot of my um my white colleagues and friends who say, hey, what what could, what what should I do? It it is kind of that though. It's like you gotta be the like like when I used to be a classroom teacher and I would be teaching and the kids would be cutting up or whatever or something on the class would I, I wouldn't like the vibe of the class. I would always say stuff like, Hey, it's up to you, the good kids, to 
make these bad kids like like talk to them. You you can you're gonna you can talk to them better than I can talk to them. You can do some change better. Tell them you they messing with your educational experience. Ah man, white people gotta police white people and stuff like this. Cause I mean, imagine if that would have been really what they try to put it out to be like a Black Lives Matter protest versus neo Nazism. That would have been a lot worse of a scenario, and the optics would have been so bad to see black people and white people out there fighting. So I, I thank God for little things that it wasn't a whole mob of black people versus a whole mob of white people because the country would have been up in arms this week, man. Like, it kind of sucks, man. It sucks a lot, man. Um, but I'm going to, there's like one other thing I really want to um, just, just chop on because I mean, it's, it's, it's it's enlightening to hear your perspective on things and um and, and to just kind of talk some of these things out, um, but something something irked me today too. I saw um I, I was up watching um fantasy football yesterday like they were doing like a draft on ESPN and um, they were doing an auction like an auction draft like fantasy football like every year since we've had fantasy football an auction draft and I, the, when I was on uh, when I was watching it I might have saw like Tom Brady they, no no Aaron Rodgers they auctioned off and they might have auctioned off like Antonio Brown and when I go on the internet today they show like this still picture of the guy auctioning off Odell Beckham with Odell Beckham's face on like a little card and the people in the crowd like like auctioning like buy, trying to buy Odell Beckham for their fantasy team and like the post was like are you outraged And I was absolutely outraged. I was outraged because, like, black people, like, why? Like, there are real things that we can be upset about. That is not a real thing to be upset about. I'm so glad you feel that way. I was thinking that you were outraged about a freaking auction draft. It's a type. There's, you know, there's snake money draft. leagues. There's snake drafts, serpentine, standard. And then there's auction drafts. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I under. I am. And one. I am. I'm so. I. I was. I was so hoping that you wasn't about to say. They and but you know what the funny thing was is you know what they could have did. I mean the only thing they could have did was they could have put a black person in the audience. They made yeah. one guy just to say you know. Yeah. But I get it. I'm not. You know. Whenever I see stuff like that, I don't take it upon myself. But the thing is, who whoever made the meme is the person who was trying to rile people up. Like, right. Somebody saw Absolutely. that and was like, "Oh no, like, oh no, y'all, y'all not about to be selling black men on national TV." Well, this... that person obviously doesn't play fantasy. You football. think so, or do you think they do play fantasy football? They knew I mean, exactly if... what was going on, and they were trying to push their own agenda. No, I think if that person, I think if okay, so here's what I really think: either that person doesn't play fantasy football, and he got it, he was a misunderstanding. He doesn't understand what's going on, the dynamic, or he plays fantasy football. And he's being funny. Hmm. That's it. That's my two. That's that. That. that, that there's nothing else in and, my. Okay. Head. So you're talking about from the person who came. But the, the interesting thing is, by the time it got to me, it was someone outraged on their social media page. Like, I can't believe right. y'all doing that. And um, I was like, and I, I made a comment like, "Come on, like, come on, please, like, stop it. This is not. This is not that. There are real things to be outraged about." The, right, if we're gonna march, the school, if you're gonna march, we march, we march about, about don't march about to, everything. School to prison pipeline. We we march about Black Lives Matter. We march about um the disproportionate um 
number of black kids who don't have quality educational experiences. We march about um, about gerrymandering and not being able to vote in, 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 in ways that really matter. We march about, let's march about real things. Let's not march about um, fantasy football, Odell Beckham's face on a little card to pick him for $24 in a auction draft. Like, get over yourself with that one. So I just, I wanted to say that to kind of put it in context that, listen, whomever is listening to this, we do have, you say this all the time, we do have a lot of different type of of, of listeners from um, different ethnic backgrounds and things of that nature. If there's a big scale, we're both pretty moderate. We're both pretty kind of in the middle of everything. But we might just slant to one side or the other side. And just like every other person, we got strong opinions on things that we want to have strong opinions on. But, um, yeah, some of those things I, I look at like craziness, man, craziness. But, um, yeah, I, I said I wouldn't say uh, fuck Donald Trump. I don't think I only said it, but maybe once or twice this episode. But. <laughs> just now. <laughs> uh, but I also, that man probably also somewhere ask in Charlottesburgs. I, I do have a... I do have a sh- <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Charlottesburg. Um, uh, you know what? This podcast is brought to you by Charlottesburg because there is a Charlottesburg somewhere. I bet you. Rather spell with an E or a U, uh, or maybe an I. Charlotte's Web was one of my favorite movies. They had a fine chick named Charlotte. I went to middle school with. But anyway, uh, I want to. And this might be completely off topic, but I just want your quick opinion on this. Since we were talking about. Um, talking about, you know, the whole Odell Beckham and people picking and choosing their battles and, you know, Mm -hmm. um, about, you know, black movements and, you know, whatever, whatever. And this is, this is old news, but it's, it's something that I've always wanted to know how you would feel about it. It's enlightening, if you will, like you said, to know how you would feel about Mm -hmm. it. We know the Donald Stern thing that happened. Everybody knows about Donald Stern thing. Sterling, Sterling. Donald, yeah, Donald Sterling. Who's Donald Stern? David Stern. David Stern, same person. So uh, we know about the whole Donald Sterling thing. How did you feel about the Atlanta Hawks owner? And if do, if you don't know, I'll enlighten you on what happened. Just kind of. Man, I remember, and something happened with Danny Fair. I just don't remember the whole the so whole story. So just quick, quickly, the the the. It was it was the owner sent out an email to Danny Ferry or yeah, you know, I knew Danny Ferry had something to do something, with it. He just said that he said that the um, the Atlanta Hawks game experience was too black. Mm-hmm. You as a black person, how do you? He said the cheerleaders were all black. Um, they played all rap music. Uh, they gave out free tickets, but they only gave them out in the, only in the black community. Um. And that he wanted to increase the um, attendance of of whites. Not he didn't say I want to decrease blacks. I just want to increase. I just want to target target. I want to get more white people in the building. We got a lot of black people already, but I want to get more. I want to get some white people in here too. How did you? How do you feel about that? And he's uh, and you can read the email for yourself. He didn't say anything that was overly racist. I don't know. My initial reaction would be that if a similar situation was just reversed, because that's what I always do in my head, I'll initially go to the reverse scenario. 
if it's a if it's a scenario where they're like, hey, this is uh, this game experience is too white. It's too many white people. It's too much white things going on in the crowd. We need to invert. We need to um. We need to get some more black people in here. I think that I think that would be equally as bad. He, do you? Yeah. Bad? Mm-hmm. Because I think that that person would win an NAACP. I absolutely don't think so. Because when you use terms like too white and conversely too black, that's that's kind of speaking to say that something is wrong with it being that homogenous group of African-Americans or white people or whatever. When you say it's too white and the game experience is... I mean, too black and the game experience is too black and it's too many black... Too many, too many. It's that it's that quantifier that makes it. It's not that it's a lot. It's too many. It's not that it's, um, a, you know, a lot of rap. It's too much rap. And something about when you make that quantification, that 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 way of saying too much, makes it come across as being like so. Let's just say they, discriminatory. Let's just let's just say if he wasn't. Let's just say if he didn't say too. If he didn't use the word too and he said only. There's only black people here. There's only black. That still has the here. same connotation that it's um, that something's well, wrong then, with it. I don't think that you give him an out. I don't think that you give him a, a, a um, an avenue to diversity. Yeah. Like, what is his avenue to diversity? There's other not than enough. To tell his associates. There's not enough diversity. Say, there's not enough diversity in in the um, at the Hawks games. I come to the Hawks game. Did, there's only one type of music that is played. There's only um, one type of. Like the, it seems like it's a homogenous group of individuals who come in and watch the games. I want to have outreach to different ethnic groups. That you get away with that, and you say it the politically right. correct way. Say. So, that's. I feel like that's very, very sensitive. I mean, but I feel. I think, I, if, that, I think I, if that man wanted to say it the way I, I think if then he, say it out your mouth. Don't was, say it in an email. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. But like, in my in my opinion, how I really feel about it. So Donald Sterling hated it. And and I love my my favorite quote was from Dave Chappelle. He said, "You rather if you if you have a problem with black people coming in your games, don't tell your black girlfriend about it." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, for real, for real. But my associate, a guy that I pay, I need to be able to send him an email telling him how I feel about the attendance of the game. And it was supporting this man. That's crazy. I, and and whenever I read that full email from top to bottom, and I had nothing, I didn't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> well, so that's all I'm saying. Yeah, My whole you. thing is 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 I do. I think if I think that we have more to march for, but I do think that if there's ever an issue where that comes up, where an NBA owner says, "Man, you know, we're not, we don't have any." We don't have any white people that come to the games. Or we don't have anything else. Whatever. We don't have any white people that come to the games. I'm trying to I'm trying to increase our white activity. Not necessarily decrease our black activity. Mm-hmm. I'm Go just ahead. trying to increase our put some more white seats in the building. Everything about this everything's black over here. It's just everything is black. black though. Atlanta is black, but they got white people in Atlanta. They got a lot of white people in Atlanta too. What you think it is? What you think the ratio is? It's, it's a lot 50/50? more black people. No, probably not. Probably not. I'd like to look that Probably up. Probably not. I'm pretty sure it's not. But um, Atlanta is very black. No, any, every, pretty much that. every urban city is mostly black. But yeah, that's not that 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 is beside the point. And I think that we can we can definitely delve into that one a little bit later. Um, like, I mean, I it it, it goes in that bigger um that bigger conversation of kind of being being 
being um weary and being um sensitive to other people's opinions and what what may be deemed as um racism and what might not be these days some some situations yes i agree are people are a little bit overly sensitive towards racism but at the same time how can you not be how can you not be if racism is in your face all the time i feel like you have to um you you a lot of times predisposed to be on guard for things like that so i can't really fault people for i mean i i think when you're in a, in a position of power these days you should be taking safeguards to make sure that the things you say and the things that are documented aren't can't be construed as being racist i mean but then why even give a shit if the president's out there um just saying whatever he wants fuck donald trump see i said it again i got it in there i got me another donald trump yeah, fuck donald trump really a real one. no no but fuck but no but no but fuck donald trump though but for real though like for real Oh, um, hey man, look, that's not about all we got for y'all right now. I'm gonna try. We're gonna try to turn this around and get it out uh, to the to the masses, you know, as soon as possible, man. Let y'all get y'all something to listen to this work week, man. Um, Raj, you got anything else for the for the listeners? You know what's hilarious about what you just said? What's up? People will hear that at the end of the podcast, and they would have already listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and that so that was really, for lack of a better term, kind of. It was redundant. It was redundant. Redundant is the right word. It was if you had an extensive, stupid. if you had an extensive vocabulary, you'd say redundant instead of stupid. But listen, I would have said you. stupid. <laughs> I would have still said stupid. I just don't want to call you stupid because you're not. You're an intelligent man. But it was just funny. Can we get back to funny? We're gonna next get week? this out to the masses. Can we get this? Can we get this back to funny this next week? As soon as possible, <laughs> and even though you've already listened to it. All right. All right, guys. Hey, man. We'll holler at y'all next week.